Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast. It had been a minute. Um, the last time we talked, I think I had Robin on and stuff again, and we just BS'd, and I was talking about her being my producer and stuff, and maybe she'll be around for other podcasts, definitely. Uh, still trying to get guests on, you guys. I've just been lazy about this. and Not lazy, but I'm going to kind of explain here in a minute how I've been feeling and stuff, and uh, the neck and everything is doing great. Um, I'm trying to just harden myself and just... I went back to work and I feel like such a puss because like my freaking legs hurt, my back hurts, my feet hurt. And before my neck gave out, like I had no issues working all day long. Yeah, by the end of the day, you're tired, but you don't, I don't feel all the aches and pains that I feel now. And my body just gets so sore so fast. And I've been back in the gym doing a little rolling and a little bit of wrestling, nothing too crazy. Uh, but just, I'm just trying to get back at it. I feel like the only way to like harden myself is to, get back at it and you know i'm just sitting at home like whining about how i you know used to be in shape and all this other shit like isn't gonna help anything so i just gotta when i'm at work man i break i bust my ass at work i i just threw the cat off my lap these shoes all up in my face oh man so speaking of cats uh Junebug, she freaking is in heat again already. And then the other male cat that impregnated her. I don't know if you remember these crazy stories from when I first started the podcast about the cat getting bred up or whatever and fuck all that craziness. And that's all evolved on this podcast. It's pretty funny. Oh, that was a hell of a slurp. Got my new cup. Uh what else is new, you guys? Um the work stuff I'll get into here in a little bit. But uh, not a lot. Pa- last podcast was okay. I kind of freaked out on Bailey the whole time because her damn nails are clicking all over the floor, and that's my fault. As a as a dog handler, we used to have to trim our dog's nails quite a bit. Like you wouldn't let you couldn't let them get as long as like my dog gets, and it drives me nuts. But at the same time, to trim her fucking nails is a wrestling match, and I've never even hurt her. Like I've never went too far with clipping them and got her quick or whatever, hit the nerve made them bleed or anything. So like the day I do do that, like she's never gonna let me cut them ever again. And I don't know. I can trim them a little bit, but I can't trim them too much. She freaks out the entire, like cries, like screams out loud. This fucking dog is just ridiculous. So she's been home in the kennel all day while we go out. We're while we're at work and the kids are at school. Autumn comes home at around four o'clock and lets her out after she gets off the bus. And I feel bad for her. She's stuck in there all day. Uh, I want to get the, a back deck or I want to get the back fence put up so that way maybe she can be out in the fence all day and I'll build her little doghouse or something. That way she don't got to be locked up all day. She wants to be outside right now so bad. But uh, this this podcast is going to be about leadership, man. It's going to be about how I feel a, a good leader is and because I got promoted at work to be the, a lead, the lead supervisor of the – we call it the hoop cell. Um, I'm not sure if I described before what, uh, what it is like been doing lately at work, but, uh, we take this inch and a quarter or inch and a quarter square tubing. We have a machine that bends it up into a big U shape. Um, we call it the hoop. Uh, we punch three holes in each side of the bottom for this plate that goes on there. And these are like, they, and then the robot welder and this giant jig we have, we weld this little, two by five inch plate or two by six inch plate onto that. 
and they're like ladder safety gates and they're used in like warehouses, factories and things where they have a one-way system or for safety, like the gate only opens one way. So if you go through and you and accidentally get pushed backwards, like you won't fall out or whatever. It's just, we, we have all this different safety stuff we sell at work and it's pretty cool stuff. Well, that's mainly what our job is. We sell some other safety gates that this, a couple of the other guys that work for me uh, are pretty experienced and they box them up and we get them ready to ship out and piece them all together. So since I was on limitations coming back to work with my neck surgery and stuff, I got put back there to help out and stuff and they needed a, and they were hiring a lead position and I would mentioned how I would – I would like to be the lead down there. And they have three guys that work down there. Devin, I talked about him before. He's deaf and he's hard to communicate with. Uh, the other two guys I work with have not been at PS Doors very long. And I have a lot of leadership experience. Like when I was in the Air Force, I you know, I was supervised. I was a flight chief. I was a kennel master. I was in charge of a lot of people all the time. And I feel like I have a lot of experience there. Do I necessarily want to be a lead again? No, it's kind of a pain in the ass. You have to deal with like adult babies and people that can't show up to work on time or lazy people. It does suck to have to do it, but I feel like I'm a natural leader. I'm going to tell you guys why, but I got the position to be the lead and uh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm not coming in being changing a bunch of stuff or being a hard ass. Nobody likes that leader at first either. You know, being a good leader, like I've been observing before I even had the job, I was observing. I was, you know, trying to see who my, the lazy people were and who was doing what. And, uh, but I was just observing and I'm like, what I'm getting at is like, don't come in all heavy right away and like boss around. They're not going to like you, you know, and they don't have to like their boss either. But at the same time, it's not good for the morale. It's not good. They're not going to want to work for you. Like, it's just. I explain, you know what I'm saying? If nobody likes somebody that comes in being an asshole right away, it changes a bunch of things. So I'm just easing into it. It's going to evolve. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, a couple of those guys that work for me are good. One, I don't know. Not, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to talk shit about people like that. But I'm excited to be this new leader, you know? And one thing I want to just get at with the, the leader thing is this, you have to lead by example. So since I've been down there, man, we've been pumping out hoops. I've been running that welder. I've been punching holes. I do a lot of shit, like a lot of laborist stuff that I probably shouldn't even be doing yet because I'm on short or I'm on like kind of light duty and stuff. I don't wear a welding helmet or anything like that all day. A lot of it is just picking up like these hoops and they weigh 10 to 15 pounds. But another part of that is like I'm doing it because I'm hardening myself again. Like I said, I can't just sit back and just, you know, act lazy or use it as an excuse to not do work because I'm doing work when I'm at work. (laughs) It's a lot of works. And I'm doing it to get back into work shape, like get back into life shape. Just it's coming home every night sore, you know, unless maybe I hit that point in my life where I'm old now and I'm just going to come home sore. I don't know. A lot of you guys out there are like, Dave, you're just, I'm just sore. That's how that's life. But I used to never really feel sore and I was always really active in the gym and, and always, you know, grappling, wrestling, even the MMA stuff or working out. Riding the bike last summer. I missed doing that. I need to get back out on the bike and go for a bike ride out here. Now that we live out in the country too, I can have a hell of a bike ride, I'm sure. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Uh, where was I going with the leadership stuff? So lead by example. So I've been busting my ass since I've been there. And some of those other guys don't do as much of the labor as me and another guy do. The dog just threw a bone across the freaking living room. Anyway, so we got to lead by example. Another thing too is teaching. I think... 
I want to learn everything there is to know in that section. Obviously, I should know. I'm going to know. I'm going to learn learn it, and that way I can teach it. If we get new, if we get new guys that move to our section, or one of those guys leave, and we get a new, you know, they quit or get fired or anything can happen. But we should all be able to teach. A leader, I think, is a good teacher. And I've been teaching wrestling forever. I've been teaching. I would love to be a teacher. I think a teacher would be great. But I've always coached wrestling, coached jujitsu, taught jujitsu. And I think I, I'm a good I'm a good teacher, so I think that helps when it comes to being a leader. Definitely, uh, a few other things about being a leader. Like I have a I had a weird leadership style when I was in the Air Force. I kind of I wasn't this hard ass guy. I looked at everybody like they were somebody. Like a lot of people in the Air Force look down on other people of lower rank, and I never did. I always saw everybody as a person, and that's one that's that was a big difference between me and a lot of people in the Air Force. I really didn't conform to that whole. You know, me and you can't be buddies because I'm your supervisor or I'm your leader. And I know that can cause issues and stuff. But at the same time, I think I got a lot of respect that way. I got a lot of respect where people wanted to work for me. They they enjoyed working for me. I wasn't always up their ass. As long as they got the job done, as long as – and I, I told these guys that already. I'm like, as long as you guys get the job done and nobody's coming down our ass for stuff that's late or things need to be shipped out and they're not getting shipped on time or whatever – we're good. You know what I mean? Like, let's just get the job done. And if, you know, we have all our work done or whatever, we can chill and not, you know, not, not have to work so hard for the rest of the day or whatever, you know, just sweep, clean up, organize that place. We, we recently moved that cell and reorganizing. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be moved around. And another re that's like I said earlier, like, is that's why I haven't really hit it hard yet is I don't want to be, I'm not going to move and just come in and be like, oh, I want it organized the way I want it. You know, like it's running pretty good the way it is. I'm not trying to change too much. But I think that's a big part of uh, being a leader too. Like when I was in the, when I was, when we, when I was deployed to Africa, I got there, we worked for Marsent, which was the Marines. So the Marines were just like, hey, dog handlers, you guys know your job better than us. So we're going to just do your job and we'll leave you alone. And it was great. We showed up to the gate. We did our searches. We had did what we had to do, and they left us alone. You know, they were just you're the subject matter expert. You know, you just you do what you got to do, and they didn't care. But then the Navy took over halfway through, and we had to work for this. We had an ensign that we fell under, and we had this. It was like force protection element we were in now, and they were making us go to their musters or in the Air Force we called it guard mount. It's just a briefing or a meeting before you go to work. Uh, and, you know, they just. They made us go to that. Uh, they just made us start handing in like all our hours to them and how many searched. They were just super, super micromanaging. And, and I don't want to just blame the Navy. The Air Force was big on that too. Like you just – things would be running really smooth and then you'd get somebody would come along and they'd change things that didn't need to be changed or they wanted to make their impact or whatever it was. Just junk. Just stupid shit. But – uh. The crazy things, you know, I mean, like when I worked at El Rocco, like it was trying to find good help is not easy either. It's crazy. Like trying to find someone that can just flip a burger and not freak out when it gets really busy was hard. We went through five or six different people while I worked there that just didn't, they couldn't handle the rush or, but I suppose the caliber of person you're finding to work in a bar kitchen isn't probably the best either, I guess. It's probably uneduc more uneducated people or like just me, man. I just wanted some side money and I just... I had fun doing it. I had a lot of fun cooking at El Rocco. I did it for about six months before I started uh, working part-time at Juvie, Juvenile Detention. And I don't know. I liked it. Um, the people that worked there, the bartenders, the waitresses, everybody was pretty cool. 
Uh, this girl I worked with, Lexi, was pretty cool. She was younger, and she was like the boss, and it was just, I don't know. She's crazy. But we had a lot of fun working there. Um, I'd go back and cook there again. I really would. It's just, I don't know. Uber, I'll never do Uber again. I liked Uber a lot. I had a lot of fun with people who get in my car, and I always did the, the bar close, so it was always drunks in my car, and they all want to talk, and I love to talk, so so I'm doing the podcast, you know, I like, I just love to talk, I love to sit here and just get it all out, get my ideas out, and the way I think, and my thoughts, and I've been writing down a ton of stand-up comedy, and a ton of premises, and I heard this thing the other day on another podcast, they were talking about when you're, like, let's say you have a really mundane job, or repetitive job, and you you know, you're just doing, you're just going with the flow all day long. And like when your mind starts to wander, those things that you think of, like analyze them or write them down or remember or try to remember, write them down. You're not going to remember. I'm telling you guys, like I, I try, I think of something. I'm like, man, that's going to be super funny. I can make it really funny. And then the next day I'm like, what the fuck did I think of? And I can't remember. And it drives me nuts. So I've been making a lot of notes and writing a lot of stuff down. Uh, what? Oh my Lord. The dog's clicking around, driving me nuts. We're at like 13 minutes, you guys. And every podcast, I like to thank you guys for listening, for real. And all my listeners, I really do appreciate you guys um, liking, sharing, comment, feedback. All that stuff is super duper duper. I just said duper. It's greatly appreciated, for real, you guys. Um, Billy really wants to go outside. Maybe this will be a short one. I owed you guys a podcast. I haven't done one in a while. I got to keep these going, you guys. I really like doing it. I really do. But like after a day of work, after a 10-hour day, like it just really sucks. Your creative juice is right out of you. And I try to stay I try to stay active after work. I want to get home my mow and do other things. Or like I said, I've been going back to the gym. Uh, shout out to Map Fitness. Megan, I love your gym. Um, we've had some guys, uh, guy... One of the a big pro fighter from Thief River came over, trained with us. Reese, shout out to Reese, whatever. But uh, you know, we had a lot of guys in there. Mana, Jesse, whatever your name is, dude. Like this guy, Maurice, Jesse. What else does he go by? Oh, Jesus. I already said that. Maybe. Anyway, I don't know. He's from Fargo. He moved up here a while back. Me and him have history. We did a grappling tournament in Fargo, and I went against him for the championship. And he's awesome, dude. He's awesome kickboxer. Uh, his sparring is great. He's, I love to roll with him. He's a free roller. Like he just kind of fly. Like we don't really smash each other. We're just really loose and we really roll and it's fun. Uh, shout out to whatever your name is, fool. Uh, shout out to Vic. Um, and me and Vic fuck with each other on Facebook all the time. You guys gotta understand this. And we don't. I don't mean anything by any of it. And I know he doesn't. He can't offend me if he wanted to. So everybody's like, you and Vic are battling on Facebook about shit, and we're just fucking with each other for real. Uh, Vic is a huge supporter of my podcast, you guys. Uh, he tells me all the time how much he likes it and how he thinks how how good I am at it and stuff. And I and I I think he's great too, man. I've I love Vic. I love motivation. I love his motivation. I love his his workout technique and like the shit he likes to do. He just he's a, he grinds, man. He's in the gym all the time and he, he keeps that MMA program going. You know, I was gone for a while. Everybody's kind of in and out, but Vic has been constant. And shout out to you, Vic, for real. Map Fitness. You guys want to get out there? Seriously, let me know, and I'll show you guys around the gym. Uh, I'll show you guys some jujitsu or whatever. Like first time, you know, just come on in. And you can check it out for real, and then you can talk to Megan about a membership. And I don't think it's that much. I really don't. Dog is just walking around dropping that bone. <laughs> oh, you guys. Um, 
where was I going with this though? But it feels good to get back in the gym and, and kind of wrestle and roll around with those guys. They're not really cranking on my neck or being too crazy with me. We're just, it's fun. I love it. I'm, it's good to be back. Uh, I didn't go tonight because I'm just, I'm tired, man. I grinded all day at work today. I did 290 hoops. I welded them up. I punched and welded them up. 290 today, and they only expect us to do 200 a day. Should keep that shit on the hush hush, right? But I just wanted to bust my ass, and I didn't even have help from one of those other guys, any of the other guys, besides for uh, my buddy Bryce, my boy Bryce. He's the bender. We'll call him Bender. Bender got me. He bent them all day, and I just punched and welded and ran the machine, and bam. Uh, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm super excited to learn this robot welder. Like the turn- I'm slowly learning how to run it and program it, and I've already learned a lot, and I'm just, oh, I love it. I'm excited. I, I want to get another table set up so we can do more than just the hoops and, and all that, so... Um, what else is going on after this podcast? I might go out to the farm. Um, I talk about them all the time. Shirley, Chad, Carrie, uh, Lee, uh, Ron, all you guys out of the farm. I love you guys. Uh, Shirley is battling with cancer and tumor and stuff. And I talked to her a long time ago, like a month ago now, I bet. And we had the best talk ever and her spirits are so high. And all she cares about is like the people that she would leave behind and she knows she's dying and She's going to hang in there, and I guess things are looking really good for her. I guess the last few tests, things are, things are looking up. So shout out to you, Shirley. You're the best. I want to have you on my podcast. I think me and you would sit down and have a fun talk. So shout out to you guys. Um, all right, man. Well, that was like 18 minutes. I'm sorry, you guys. I just Maybe it had. Maybe it was good enough. But uh, guys, hit me up anytime. Um, just Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook, obviously. Uh, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at funnywelder. And Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. If you want to e- email me some uh, feedback, email me some questions, uh, whatever, um, or just uh, Dave's podcast on Facebook. So thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate you. Um, uh, hope this made sense, man. I'm not made sense, but I just ramble and I just go and I love to talk and I can't wait to have guests on you guys. I got guests scheduled. I just, just life is just, I'm trying to catch up right now with, uh, with life. Uh, I got fell back a little bit with the six months, made me soft, financially set me back. Uh, I'm picking up a lot of hours at Juvie on the weekends. I worked uh, 28 hours this weekend. I worked like Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I picked up a shift for Labor Day because I didn't work at PS. So I'm grinding you guys. I'm trying to get caught back up, and that's what you got to do, man. All you guys out there, like, you can't just expect things to be given to you. You can't just expect to, like... Oh, I'm in the hole and I just keep getting more in the hole. Like you got to do something about it. Go get a second job, budget, do something. Finance, financial stress is a motherfucker for real. And you just do what you got to do. And uh, I'm not going to do the Uber thing. I think it was hard on the vehicle. Uh, I enjoyed it. I got like talking to people. I had a lot of fun, but I was out real late and it just, it really wrecked me. So I just got to get my sleep. But thank you guys for listening. Love you. Uh, take care.